0: Lori, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, which, by the way, is the best part of this whole movie, is Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, Before
1: the Activia.
0: (laughs) I was like, she's got hair. Hello and welcome to the Fox and the Stone. I'm Tyler
1: and I'm Theron and this is an ooky spooky edition of the podcast.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> and it's a podcast where two friends. Talk about nerd stuff, mental health and
1: pop culture.
0: And we hope you're doing well and finding ways to take care of yourself. And as Theron said, it is officially spooky season. Well, we're like 11
1: days into spooky season, so we're a little fucking late.
0: (laughs) We're a little late, but you know, life happens. But we're here, it's October. Theron, I don't know about you, but I I think October is probably like some of my favorite parts of the year because this is where the weather starts to change, and I just love Halloween, and it kind of just kicks off sort of the holiday season. Um, Where are you at when it comes to this month? Do
1: you get sort of like energized or... So I don't want to sound like all gothic and stuff. I love, love the fall <clears throat> mm-hmm. because death looks so pretty. Fall makes dying look just beautiful, almost like a, a petite morte, which is French for orgasm, but also the little death. But... Oh, T-I-L. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I think, I love it. And, uh, my fashion, like I'm already a fashionable person, but I feel like because the, I love winter and cold months, like my fashion increases to like 100 to 120% uh, because you can never go wrong with a nice long coat with a little structured mm-hmm. shoulder pad moment. So I love the fall. It's my favorite time of the year. Not for the holidays or anything like that because I'm a fucking orphan, but just because everything's colder and people are in home, like, you know, like want to watch movies and be home more, but also it's, you know, not hot outside. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, which I like the heat, but I'm, I'm really ready for hoodie weather and mm-hmm. beanies and, yeah, all that good stuff. Um, and there's also some, like, really great movies coming out soon, mm. um, very soon. So I'm, like I'm really Eternals. excited for that.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I'm not um, excited for it because of the movie, per se, but I'm more, like, like the I want to see the movie. Like, hold on. I'm excited for it not because of the characters. I'm more excited right. because of Zoe Gals like direction she's Mm -hmm. one of those few directors who still uses like natural lighting and so Mm -hmm. i'm just like yo if you can make your cinematography and uh blend it with like nature and natural lights without all this like hot blue like it's gonna be one of the most Mm -hmm. beautiful films ever and i'm calling it it's going to be the most cinematic um marvel film period yeah
0: yeah Yeah, we'll see. Sometimes it's kind of hard to judge a movie just strictly by the trailer. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm remaining hopeful and optimistic because it is Marvel. But Mm -hmm. we'll just have to wait and see.
1: When does that movie come out again? November 5th. And I'll be watching it November 4th because I don't want to get anything spoiled. Right. Yeah, same here.
0: Uh, If that's on a Thursday, I probably won't be able to watch it. It's a Thursday. Oh, ah. I'm probably,
1: you know me. I watch the Marvel films multiple times. So yeah, we'll watch it on a Friday.
0: Yeah, we could do it. We can do it on Friday for sure. All right. Well, as we said, it's spooky season. So this whole month, we're going to be discussing some of our favorite Halloween movies. Uh, And on today's episode, we will be discussing John Carpenter's Halloween, the 1978 Halloween. Uh, This was Theron's recommendation. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we hop into that, let's do a really quick mental health check-in. I'll go first. Um, I'm doing okay today. Um, last week probably wasn't my best, had some more house issues, some plumbing issues that I won't get into. Um, also I decided to take a break from social media just because I was just feeling the effects of being on it way too much. And Mm. I really just needed a break and I don't know if I want to go back. You know, I'm at that point now where I kind of like not having to just aimlessly scroll through Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. So I just kind of live on Reddit right now. It's mm-hmm. pretty great. It's pretty drama free. Um, and TikTok's still Oof. really funny and a great escape. But um, yeah, um, that's kind of where I'm at. It's been great. Um, but I've just been really trying to work on myself a little bit more. So taking a break from mm-hmm. a lot of the distractions um, has been helpful for me. So
1: Okay. It's kind of nice. where I'm at.
0: I like it. It feels nice. Um, I'm not dead, so people can still text me if you have my number. Just know that. So
1: I'm going to tell everyone you died. <clears throat> Tag Amy in it, too, to make it a surprise.
0: <laughs> I show up to my own funeral to be like, now who
1: didn't show up? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like lifts you up in the casket. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: ain't dead.
1: I haven't died yet. Inside joke. <laughs> to my favorite thing oh, ever. Oh god, bye. No,
0: <laughs> no. We won't get into it, but there are no. Happy birthday, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bye. Anyway, um uh I'm having a couple weird weeks, let's say that. Yeah. Um, ha, really low energy and stuff. And I think it's just because like I live by um the river and my allergies have been just acting up. And when I get Mm. the inkling of sick, I'm done. Like I just become depressed about it. Like when I got my COVID vaccine, um, my second shot, I was done. Like I think I was supposed to go to Tyler's house that weekend. I couldn't do that. Mm. Um, And then my friend Brendan wanted to go to Fayetteville, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll drive." And I only drove for like five minutes. And I looked at him. I was like, "You're gonna if you want to go to Fayetteville, we can keep going, but you're gonna have to drive the rest of the way." Um, Yeah and then yeah so just just having low energy like been sleeping a lot like I finally like made myself clean my house because like science say if your house your environment's messy and in disarray it will throw off your depression even more so I did mm. that and I'm one of those high functioning depressed people so I can keep a job maintain my looks and go to the gym um, but then my social life starts falling and then like I stay home like I should have recognized that I was going to fall into a situation like this when I got invited to go skating and then I didn't go. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was so excited and then the day of I was like, I don't want to go. And yeah. I'm not a flaky friend, but I can be a, frank- a flaky friend. So right. that is something I'm working on, but I know for now it's only up from here eventually.
0: Mhm. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's good that you have a lot of people in your corner too, you know, and I know you've been like exercising more, so I know That Mm -hmm. can help out a lot.
1: Yeah, I finally broke down and got a personal trainer. I wasn't going to tell people that because I didn't want them to think like, oh, you're lazy fuck. But then I thought to myself, I "I personally love working out. I do not like studying the science behind working out. So if someone can make my workouts for me and hold me accountable and keep me motivated, then Mm -hmm. why the fuck not? Like I do best when I work out. With friends anyway. Um, and my trainer is my friend and from college. Mm-hmm. And so it works out. I ain't going to give him no free promotion, though, unless he joins the podcast and promotes our podcast. So I will not be saying where I'd be working out at and who is my trainer unless he comes on. It's so podcasts. petty. Come on. It is petty. <laughs> and I'm going to stick to it. Right. <laughs> at least give cool. a bitch a discount. <laughs> but I've like lost a lot discount. of weight already. Um, Good. I've been only working out for three weeks, but like this Carly Rae Jepsen t shirt that I'm wearing on, like it was used to be like snug in my midsection. And mm. now it's all loose and goosey. And then my boss was talking about how my jeans were like kind of baggy, which I don't wear baggy clothes. If anyone yeah. knows, have seen me in person, like besides sweats, but if anybody's seen me in person, like my clothes are like fitted to my body. Not like mm. super tight. My, my jeans are tight. My shorts are tight. Let me take that back. But my clothes are ever like baggy so
0: are your jeans the stretchy jeans so like even as your leg moves it kind of just moves with your leg a little bit yeah i will wear like jeans like
1: that i will definitely wear like jeans with some stretch uh skinny jeans with stretch uh because again i don't i've said this on the internet multiple times um most denim is not built for people with curves like who are Mm. thick and i'm a thick bitch and if you put me in Levi's I'm not going to be able to move like I can't run in those I can't squat in those I have to sit like Princess Diana like very dainty because if I sneeze just right all those seams are coming off and it Mm could be my size too it's just I don't know when I was younger I wore a lot of baggy clothes so I never had this problem until college when I was like I want to wear clothes that are a little more fitted to my body and yeah so I was like oh fuck that like denim is the devil
0: yeah, the the stretchy jeans is definitely where it's at. I mean, you, it, they're just so functional and they look yes. great. And, so I, and you could fan. run
1: for the police from it, or Michael Myers. True. Segway. No just kidding. You
0: could.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was anyway. going to talk about Adele's like album coming out, but we all are all excited about it. She dropped, you know, she's dropping the song next Friday. Oh, this Friday. This Friday,
0: right? Yeah. 15? Yeah,
1: the sixteenth, uh, eleven o'clock the 15th, but technically because it drops in New York time at midnight and then everywhere else, whatever time it is at that time in, uh, time zone. So sure. Excited for Adele's album where she discusses her divorce but in the point of view, she was talking to her nine-year-old son, Angelo. Um, also, read her Vogue um, America interview is very interesting and she talks about how she's gotten fit and how she sh- uh, struggled with body shaming from the plus side community, which I don't want to really get into it because I know like, I will probably sound really off. Um, I don't want to really talk, discuss the topic that I'm not firmly in, but I think it is kind of shitty that, you know, Adele decided to use gym the gym as therapy, as a coping mechanism. She got in shape and women of the plus size variety are now like shitting on her. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't want people to discuss your body and vice versa to someone who decides to have a body transformation um no bo- you know everybody's a body so don't fucking shame someone because they don't fit the idea of how they should look um your idea of how they should look because it's that's just raggedy so yeah, yeah. period yeah,
0: let her fucking live her
1: life maybe and yeah when you're worth the songs. when you're worth this when you're worth the same amount of Adele then you can start talking about her <laughs>
0: So, do you think her album's automatically just going to win a Grammy? Oh, I Grammy? already
1: like they're already like let me go ahead and get this engraved for album of the year of 2023 <laughs> because she won't be eligible for the 2022. Why um, is it not the January to the December? cutoff? The cutoff is usually the first week in November. Really, mm-hmm. I didn't know that.
0: Huh. That's
1: gonna so be her bad. song "Easy on Me," possibly will be eligible for a grammy but i'm not
0: 100% yeah i don't i don't know how that works plus like when covid happened like all of the awards seasons kind of got shifted in a weird way um, like with the movies too mm-hmm. so i don't know i haven't even kept up i mean i haven't really cared too much about grammys mm-hmm. or like i haven't watched the grammys or, or the oscars so mm-hmm. i I don't know. The
1: Grammys I pay attention to, the Oscars I don't. Um, Mm -hmm. Because the Oscars tend to act like black film is not highbrow for their awards. Um, Black actors, like Viola Davis, get snubbed constantly. So I personally like, like they only, it, it seems like they only award people of color. The year year after they have a lot of flack for not nominating anyone of color. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I remember the hashtag movement, the Oscars are so white. And then the next year, they're like, everyone was black who, like, everybody who was black got an award. Hell, I got a damn Oscar for just watching the Oscars at year. So, I was like, (laughs) damn. All
0: right. So, let's go ahead and transition into uh, our movie discussion today, which was Halloween 1978 because i guess they've made like 20,000 of these movies so theron um you recommended this movie why did you recommend the movie halloween
1: halloween is the blueprint for every horror film from horror film between 1978 and to about 2006 um halloween was the first like slasher film that was like grounded in like reality like this could happen to me um Mm. i think one of the coolest things too was like they kind of recreated the whole idea of what a final girl is um usually every final girl follows this trope white brunette virginal intelligent and probably a social outcast compared in comparison to her friends who are popular sexually active Dumb, a little vapid and shallow. Um, I think Michael Myers, the character, is extremely iconic. Even though my older brother once said that she looks like Mariah Carey. Um, Wait, who does? Michael Myers looks like Mariah Carey. The mask. Oh, yeah, well, you my... said
0: she looks like Mariah. I meant to Carey. say he. Yeah, Carey. my brother I was, was
1: like, like, "Who?" I was watching okay. it like in high school because <clears throat> it's like one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. And my older brother came in, and he's just annoying as fuck. He always tries to dog everything I do. And he was just like, why are you watching this? The Michael Myers looks like Mariah Carey. How is that scary? And, I, and then I've seen <laughs> memes about it later in life, too. But, like, Loki, they do look alike. And I'm so sorry, Mariah, if you listen to this, because I am a lamb. And Honey is one of my favorite songs, even though it's talking about you getting cummed on. But yeah. it is... Listen to the lyrics. This is a family program. It really fucking isn't. (sighs) Even though I've cursed and you have not.
0: We belong together. Bye.
1: No, no, we don't owe the rights. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's why I picked the film. It's just, it's an iconic film. It is a cultural reset for horror and cinema. And I feel like the 70s, It's starting to become like yesteryear and a lot of people don't talk about films from the 70s or 60s the way they do like a John Husick movie from the 80s or a Spike Lee movie from the 90s or a Sam Raimi film from the early 2000s. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's just something I've always watched as a kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I think the other big movie that John Carpenter's known for is The Thing, yes. right? Which came out in like early '80s. And um, as I was watching this movie, I saw like a little Easter egg uh, mm-hmm. when Laurie is babysitting. They put on The Thing, mm-hmm. which I guess was a movie that came out in like the '50s or something. Yeah, like the
1: original thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I think that was that was kind of cool. Um, I still need to watch that movie. I have it on Blu-ray at my house. I just never got around to finishing it
1: well um, i was supposed to go on a date to the drive-in tonight by flaked <laughs> to watch mm-hmm. the thing tonight um but i watch it because it's on hbo max or hulu
0: oh is it mm-hmm mm.
1: yeah i just googled it hbo max let me look let me double check if it's on hulu for free
0: so when i first watched this movie um i was at a friend's birthday party which well halloween been around yes okay yeah so it was his birthday party it was like my brother and a few of our other friends from our school were there and we were oh god we were super young I mean I was in I was probably like in elementary or something and mm-hmm. they put it on uh, and everyone seemed to like it okay I was quite afraid of the movie and I, I just never got into horror movies at all they always just scared the absolute mm-hmm. shit out of me and the only two scenes that I remember from this movie is at the very beginning when Laurie and her friends are walking down the road and that one girl yells, she's like, Speed kills, asshole! And he just slams on his brakes and then he just sits there and then he takes off. Yeah. Um, and then it was the last, one of the last scenes of the movie when Laurie, spoiler alert, is in the closet and, and Michael is trying to kill her and mm-hmm. she like takes apart a, fucking hanger and just stabs him in the eye yeah um <laughs> so those are the only two scenes so whenever i watched this this was honestly the first time i'd seen it and like so it was kind of like watching a movie for the first time because i only knew those two scenes um i didn't know much about michael myers at all mm-hmm. um uh, to be quite honest i sometimes get michael and jason mixed up like mm. all the time because i'm just so detached from this horror like yeah world that i don't i don't get the lore um another thing too that i thought <laughs> i thought that Lori, mm-hmm. played by jamie lee curtis uh which by the way is the best part of this whole movie is jamie lee curtis um
1: before the activia <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was like she's got hair <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Poor action. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
1: It's all we remember her from. It's she like, was like, X-A-B-A. I was the scream queen. I was, a I scream was the, queen. the scream queen. But her mom was a scream queen as well. Her mother was the. Uh, <clears throat> she mother. in Psycho? Yeah, her mother is in Psycho. Oh, nice. Um,
0: Oh, I totally forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. So, sorry. so
1: I thought that Laurie
0: was the sister of Michael Myers. I thought they were related.
1: They are. They are, okay. Is this not explained in the first one? Oh my god! So, ooh, ciao. Follow me down this rabbit hole because I'm about to just break something down. Give me the cliff notes. There are three different timelines in these films. Three. What? So does Loki show up to be like, oh fuck, I did it again? Basically. So the first two films, the second film, 1981 version, Mm -hmm. um. It happens the same night. It takes place the same night that Lori's attacked, but in the hospital where she's trying to recover. Uh, okay. They find out that Lori is Michael's younger sister. And she was adopted off after the massacre. You know, him murdering his sister Judith. And mm-hmm. they don't really discuss what happens to the parents. Okay? Okay. So then they're scared. there's Halloween 3, which is not even part of the series. It's like... It was supposed to be like this anthology series and the season of witch is really fucking weird, but you should watch it all on shrooms. That's the only way I can say it will be probably good because it makes no sense. Okay. Then there's four and five where it's not even about Laurie Strode anymore. It's about like her daughter who's like five. And then they're like, these really fucking suck because now they're adding this mystical element to Michael Myers and he's part of some cult. So then they're like, okay, 20 years has passed. Let's try to, you know, Fix the timeline. So then there's Halloween H2O where Laurie never had a daughter, but she had a son who was 17. Michael Myers is trying to kill her son. For some reason, he's obsessed with his family members turn 17. And then there's the other Halloween right after that with Tyra Banks and uh, Buster Rhymes. And they kill Laurie off in the first five minutes. Spoiler alert. And then they're like, okay, these fucking suck. The activity of money is like drying up for uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, <laughs> Hey, Let she was in it. Friday
0: she was in Freaky Friday too, man. She got that shit. Oh, okay, one, never right. she,
1: And she was in Scream Queens, which let's stop <laughs> acting like Jamie Lee Curtis ain't a bad bitch because she's she totally the best bitch thus far. And she's fucking liberal as hell. Um, so then there's uh, the 2018 Halloween film. That one is now retrospectively wiping the slate again, and this is now the third timeline. This one happened, is the sequel to the 1979 film. And this one retcons the fact that she is Michael's sister. Instead, okay. that was a rumor started by some random news site, and she was never her sister, and then she learns how to become a survivalist and all this crazy shit. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to the main story.
0: Right, okay. So, what you're saying, to answer my question, is that, she is in one timeline and not in another yes because it's retconned okay. yes holy shit okay cool well i guess it depends on who you ask um <laughs> you,
1: Sorry, I just this whole
0: too. time this whole time i really just thought she was but again I, I just maybe i just kind of assumed and i was i guess half right but um some of the things that I really liked about this, I, I got to say, it's just that iconic that iconic opening score um, mm-hmm. is just so amazing. It, it really sets you into the mood of this movie um, mm-hmm. when it starts off. And we get to hear this scene anytime that Michael Myers appears. Um, mm-hmm. I watch all my movies with subtitles. And one of my favorite things about this movie was every time he came on... <laughs> There's that really um, the the subtitles call it abrasive synth that every time he comes on scene and it's every single it's every single time that he shows up. And I just I thought that was awesome. But yeah, the music in this movie um, was was really great. Obviously, a lot of the murder scenes don't really age well, but again, this was 1978, so you just kind of have to. It's really it's unfair to the movie to try to put your current day lens on Mm -hmm. a movie like this. You have to just realize that at the time, nobody thought, "Well, this looks fake" or "This looks ridiculous." Right at the time, it was groundbreaking. Same argument goes for you know Star Wars or hell even movies like Jurassic Park.
1: You have right? to think um, Halloween was innovative for its time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the best part of Halloween was not only was it extremely graphic at that time, it also gave you a sense of anxiety. Just that 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 Michael Myers score is da na 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 na. If that does not get your blood you're boiling like you know something bad's about to happen. Mm-hmm. um so my, my my favorite thing about the film i and people get mad when i say this it's a feminist film somewhat like granted it's not like as intersectional as feminism should be but this was one of the few times where like Lori didn't need a guy to save her yeah we had dr loomis looking for bumbling around to be honest dr loomis <laughs> Should have been a fucking one of one of the three snooges. Cause like there's a part where he's like, where the fuck is Michael? And he like drives behind him in that stolen state vehicle after he stole the mask from the uh, Halloween shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I always laugh about that. I'm just like, if you yeah. turned around. Um but like Lori had was one of like again, she used her wits and her quick thinking. She was able to keep the kids, the two kids she was babysitting alive. Um, Mm -hmm. and was baby basically was like able to outwit Michael for the most part like yeah Michael still cut her and got her a few times and threw her down the stairs Um, I would also say too like a really surprising shot that I know a lot of people recognize is that um, they always talk about how we've never seen Michael Myers's face Mm -hmm. he's unmasked there's like a quick 10 like Mm 5 second scene where he's unmasked Um, now I owned um, Friday I'm sorry Halloween on Mm. VHS as a child Um, and in that VHS the lighting was so dark you couldn't tell you couldn't see Michael's face
0: Mm. you just saw like
1: yeah yeah but then when they remastered it and so when you watch the remastered version you just see his stunt actors playing him granted he was kind of hot and so I was just like I would definitely let Michael stab me but (laughs) not with a knife though Um, oh Anyway, but I don't know. Like it was cool, and the way it ends is like you know, definitive. So, and I wish you watched. I wish you watched the second one because like the way it ends is how it opens. It's just
0: I, I appreciate when movies actually do that. Yeah, they it's just, such a good like, film. Pick up right when they where they left off. Yeah, it's you know, that's which is the way they should do. If especially because I mean that movie ends with a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. right? He. Uh, is he dead uh, or is he? Doctor Loomis comes in and like just unloads, um, you know, all of his rounds into him, and he falls off the house. And then I love that scene after he shoots him off the house. And um, he gives like one final like shot, but like mm-hmm. five seconds after he left, but he like dry fires the gun. And I'm just like, why? What are you shooting at? He already fell off the house, but he he's a, he has that one like kind of click, yeah. you know, where he dry fires the gun. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like what are you shooting? Double at? He's tapping. already off. Double well, tap There's nothing to do double tap because you the thing you're trying to double tap has already fallen off of two flights of stairs. He's already outside. He <sighs> so shot I know out for the window. A fact,
1: Just for you saying that, you will not survive a horror film.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? He shot at nothing. He fell off of the house. Oh, and he but he just fell, shot okay, into. Okay, okay, I get you. Yeah, saying, I get you. Yeah, saying, yeah okay, he, I he, thought he thought fell we... out of the house and then he just shot at the window like he was still there. And I was like, what are you doing? Um. But Obviously, it's design. minor, but I just I found it to be funny because when he did that, I was like, "Who the hell are you shooting
1: at?" Right. So let me ask you this: In this film, what was your favorite kill? Easy. Um, it was
0: Bob. Why Bob? When because well, first of all, Bob's a fucking creep because mm-hmm. he has that really weird back and forth where he talks about he's like, "I'm gonna rip off your clothes," and uh, um, what was her name? Uh, damn, Linda, mm-hmm. you know, and she was like, He's like, I'm gonna rip off your clothes. She's like, Don't rip my blouse, it's expensive, you idiot. And he's like, Then I'll rip off my clothes and then I'll rip off Lindsay's clothes. And I was like, Wait. And Lindsay's like a child, Lindsay's a literal child. And I was like, Okay, so I immediately went to Reddit and it was just like, Okay, was this a mistake in the writing? And a lot of people were like, It was the 70s, it was meant to be a joke. And I was like, Really? Because it that's pretty out there, man. So I felt really uncomfortable. And then I was just like, I was team Michael at that point because mm-hmm. I knew they were going to die, but I was like, let's go, Michael. Do your worst, buddy. Like, and, I'm okay with this
1: person getting killed. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. And um, he, when he stabbed him, he just stabbed him into the wall and just mm-hmm. kind of left him there. And I thought and that, that little was little
1: iconic t- he- head tilt, like he was looking at a piece of art.
0: Yeah. Th- that's another thing about this, another thing about this show or this movie rather is mm-hmm. the directing these long shots these just odd little moments like like you said mm-hmm. where he just kind of tilt his head and is looking it, it's it was really fascinating for me that was one of my notes that i wrote was i love the way this movie is shot mm-hmm. it, i love a nice long shot not yeah. too long but like just a nice long shot just so you can kind of sit with the scene sit with this world mm-hmm. i loved it i loved it um Linda is a dumbass. She's sitting there like, go get me a bear. And, he, and then Michael Myers puts on the sheets and she's like, come on, Bob, talk to me. Come on. He <laughs> just kills her. Um, also, <laughs> since we're on the, oh, well, I don't want to hijack this podcast. Um, what was your favorite death? Uh,
1: So I don't have one. Mm-hmm. um but i will say i cannot i'll never forget her let me look up her name i always forget the uh, not linda but the other friend because hers annie. Was, annie was super brutal i've always yeah. I, don't, I don't know why i liked it like i don't like it as in like uh because like we could have this whole conversation about violence against women or whatnot but that death was just brutal like this was like one of those this can happen to you because you know he she didn't leave her door locked and she was Trying to change clothes. So, you know, her guard was down and he just ragged all the shit out of her and killed her.
0: Well, that happened when she was in the car. He was Mm -hmm. just hiding in there. And then she was like, why is it so foggy in here? Mm -hmm. And then he choked her out, slit her throat. Yeah, Her face was terrible when she died. She looked like she was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, right. it, like, well, i guess you can't i guess you can't choose your face when your throat is slit right and then her head just falls on the horn and just beep, beep. yeah and like for such a town that's so like because you know um um i forget if it's laurie or linda's dad mm-hmm. i want to say it's i think it's annie's dad is the cop yeah, annie's right? dad's the cop okay um he's all like when he's talking to you know, Dr. Loomis, he's like, This town is really quiet and and everyone's connected and blah 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 and if there mm-hmm. was a if there was a murder here, we would all know about it. And I was like, Man, this town is not connected with each other at all. Like, Lori runs over to her neighbor's house, beating on the fucking door, like, let us in, there's a mass killer. And they open up the blinds and they're like, bitch, and they just shut the blinds on her and she's like, fuck, and she has to run somewhere else. And then the the you know the girls like screaming she's honking on the horn right. nobody cares like this town it, it's every person for themselves at this point nobody gives a shit my or thing any. is like
1: minding your business like was a town it'll be Uh yes it would be because uh, <laughs> yes, like, be. Cause, like <laughs> those kids are legit like be like the town is supposed to be a small town and what always makes me right. laugh is because they're always trying they they try to depict it as. A conservative tight-knit community and i fucking hate that like like term tight-knit community Mm because there's no such thing as a tight-knit community like you might know people in your community but i don't believe in the whole idea of a tight-knit community because that also sounds like you like you everybody likes each other and that's a goddamn lie
0: um right yeah I i know what you mean i mean it's more of a like pie in the sky sort of like utopian sort of thought like mm. we're all get together and people tend to think about um the town like Annie Griffiths' show where everyone's like, How hey a neighbor and you leave your door unlocked. Right. Yeah, which obviously <laughs> we're not there. But that's how it was.
1: Like everyone just had hey a neighbor. Right. It's kinda like it's just like if anything, it's just the glamorization of parasocial relationships. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Like, I don't like the fact that there are people who I do not know that have a connection to me for some odd reason. Like, I get it if they listen to this podcast because, you know, maybe we talk about things are so open with our mental health, like, whatever. But when there's just like, I remember, like, oh, for instance, my brother's mother, my brother's best friend's mother knew who I was. And I know that sounds really like dumb and like a weird complaint, but I've never met this woman a day in my life. Mm. And one day, when I was in my 20, early 20s, I, like, went back home, and I was getting out of the car, and this lady just starts screaming at me, like, are you Theron, Dewey's brother, blah, blah, blah? I'm like, yeah. And she just starts telling me about all these things she knows about me, and I'm like, I've never met you in a day in my life. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, but you're my, your, your brother was my son's friend, so I heard a lot about you.
0: Yeah, so I'm actually the opposite of you. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend i went to a show and there was a guy that i knew it was basically like a big reunion from the like hardcore emo scene that we had here in Mm -hmm. omulgi and there was a guy that used to like hardcore dance there he was like a legend in this like underground emo scene Mm -hmm. well he was at this concert i have never spoken to him in my life but i knew who he was Mm -hmm. and then At the show, he comes up to William, and he's like, hey, what's up? Because William knows him, and they gave him a hug. And he looks at me, and he goes, oh, my God, you're here, man. And he gave me a hug. And I turned to William, and I said, I have never in my life said a word to him. Right. And he acted like we knew each other. But I'm not going to lie, I was okay with it. Nope. I was completely fine with it. I'm just the complete opposite of you. Like, well, I hear this all the time. Like, my mom will get a text from, like, a cousin. Apparently, I have a cousin named Reba, which I was unaware of. It's my mom Mcinty. called me today i was like is it like fancy reba she was like oh no it's so-and-so's cousin so-and-so yeah. and she's like yeah so your cousin reba called me and i was like i have a cousin named reba mm-hmm. so our family's so big and um i just i don't know them all you mm-hmm. know and they but they know me um because you know they knew when i was a baby and stuff and but yeah so i'm i guess i'm just kind of the complete opposite of you but yeah, so this tight-knit community that really doesn't give a shit about people who are screaming and being murdered by a, um, mm. by a serial killer. Evidently. Yeah, they um, obviously
1: are like, yeah, we hear these blood-curdling screams for help, but I'm going to lock this door.
0: <laughs> yeah, I loved, um, another thing that I loved was when, so Dr. Loomis is hanging out, outside the Michael Myers, outside of the Myers residence. Oh right? uh, yeah. And those kids show up mm. and they're like, you go touch the door, you go touch the door, da da da, da you touch the door. Mm. And whenever they get kind of close to the door, um, you hear Loomis just yell like, get your ass out of here. And they just mm. fucking haul ass. And I thought it was just so, so random. Like I didn't know what he was gonna do or say and when he said that um just, it just killed me it's it was just, funny.
1: okay so like that was funny like cause I, I know like I would have probably did that too if I saw some kids just screwing around where they shouldn't be around mm-hmm. but I will say my favorite scene of the film is actually when Lori is sitting in class and she's kind of daydreaming off and then she looks to her left outside of the window and Michael is just standing standing there looking mm-hmm. at her like oh bitch you're dead and his mm-hmm. only obsession with her was it's because she dropped that damn key at his house and he was in the home um so that was a really good long weird awkward long shot and then i did love the fact that she was able to still like answer her question mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah that was pretty because you expect her to just be like oh i'm sorry
0: what and you <laughs> yeah. expect the teacher to be like pay attention but she it's, actually knew it. I was yeah. just
1: like, oh, I know the answer. Here it is. But uh, another thing that um, about the film that I didn't particularly like, and I'm trying to think about it. Oh, it was the fact that they try to like insinuate that like Michael eats dogs. And they're like, it could have been a skunk. And they're like, no, it's a fucking dog.
0: That he ate the dog? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he just... Oh, I thought he just killed it.
1: No, he. They imply he eats it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, maybe he does. But you're not down for that.
1: No, like I wouldn't. Your eat team, a...
0: Michael, doesn't eat dog.
1: Uh, there's no reason for it because, like, in uh, Halloween Resurrection, it's he- like it's basically canon. He eats rats, and I'm like, okay, he's not this like. Crazy people, murderers, they don't just eat animals like that. Like there are some, sure, but like no one truly knows how he looks like he could just walk into a supermarket mm-hmm. and have, like get some food, like I mean pedal or something. It was dumb. Did um, he
0: get did he get his um his like mechanics um jumpsuit? Did he get it from that guy that Doctor Loomis rolls up on? He did yeah. find... Oh, okay, okay. okay. If, yeah, yeah,
1: he does that. So, like, in the, the beginning of the movie, because, like, this movie's a slow burn film, and that's another thing. Um, I think horror has um fast-tracked straight to the excitement. Um, And I think mm. the reason why the movie Us is so good is because it's a slow burn to all the fuck shit that goes on. Like, yeah. when Adelaide so, I still haven't this-
0: seen it yet, so if we can avoid spoilers, that would be awesome. Are you fucking kidding me i i know it's i haven't seen it yet hey you, you just now me. saw get out so i don't even want to hear it because get out came out way before us did so don't even black don't trauma even i have there. a
1: reason to not watch a horror film with the, the black people with as me. the main people you don't no, that's kidding i was like uh, i was like tyler doesn't support and no, that's kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> I let me stop i took it to edible so now i'm like really goofy but uh um, yeah clearly Shut up! Uh, it's the only thing that's keeping me happy right now, which is really sad to say. Now I can understand why some people become drug addicts, but that's not what I want to do. That sounds too boring. Uh, I just think so those movies a slow burn. It's a slow burn, and I think you know horror films now they give you the candy, they give you they give you the dessert immediately. Like we want to start off with a a scare, and mm. I think the reason why I like the John Carpenter films it's that we're eating a full course meal and then we get to that nice ass dessert we get mm-hmm. to the kills we get to being scared but the entire time we have this sense of dread like is this movie scary now in 2021 mm, yeah but it's like it like because i don't know i have this my biggest fear is being murdered like because i you know like i'm like damn it like i have no control of my own death here like what like Someone's going to take it from me. And I think that's the reason why this film is so good. Because again, like the first one, Michael is depicted as just a burly man who can out overpower these like young teenage kids. Like, yeah, this makes sense. Him throwing them around, killing Mm -hmm. them. Um, So yeah, I thought like, that's the reason why I think it's so scary uh, because it's based in like realism.
0: Right. Going back to the Michael Myers stare, Mm. my favorite was when Linda and Lori are walking down the street and um, Mm. Linda says, like, I think he's kind of cute. And we just see Myers driving by and he's just staring at them the whole time. (laughs) And to me, that was just, oh, God, it was just. Like he Linda's was like so, eating up that scenery and it was, it was, I don't know. You'd have to, you had to see it. it. It's just the way in which he yeah. says he's so cute. You just see him driving by like, like in his girl, mask. You're what? like, oh really?
1: Linda's just, Linda's weird. Um, Cause the thing yeah. is like, they They're make all weird except Lori. Right. They make Lori's friends so unlikable. It's just like, um, the only person I'm rooting for is Lori. Cause she reads books. Uh, she, she yeah. Seems, she seems like she at least has like something going for her. She's not going to peak in high school like you guys already peaked in middle school.
0: She um, just has her shit together. She was like, "All right, here's what I'm going to do. Like after mm. school, uh, I'm going to hang out. I'm going to I'm going to smoke a quick joint mm. with my friends, and then I got to go babysit. And
1: but do some I'm going to make
0: su- I'm going to make sure that we 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 do our homework. We read." She mm. was kind of knocking uh uh, little man for reading comics mm. uh and i was like oh come on Lori, let him live a little bit and the then reason why I they watched it. a movie and then um and then i love how <laughs> she's carving pumpkins like mm-hmm. uh annie shows up she's like i'm gonna go out and see my boyfriend brad or whatever his fucking <laughs> name is and you just see you just see laura just wearing her she's wearing like the um Oh, apron and she's like she has like that rag like she's been really working all day like she's <laughs> like she's like the mechanic kind of rag where they're right. just like well i fixed up your truck and it's running they like a new so one hard she's to just make <laughs> her look so
1: wholesome and like like a working
0: class woman just fucking carved up a pumpkin
1: like, like man, yeah, you woo. are 17 <laughs> what but really she is- had her life together what makes me laugh though it's um because Lori's like oh no I forgot my chemistry book and then Linda's like I always forget my chemistry book and my math book and this and I'm like yeah I can't wait till you die because <laughs> you're just annoying.
0: yeah you can always tell in horror movies like the annoying characters are going to die first or at least really quickly or they'll save their death for last so they'll give you that hope of like oh they're gonna possibly make it but they don't they don't. By the way, that kid's name was Tommy. Um, did you notice what comic that he had on the couch that was just kind of off to the side?
1: No. What was it?
0: It was Howard the Duck.
1: Oh, my gosh. Howard the Duck he, is such a... He has a
0: Howard the Duck comic on the couch, which I thought was kind of cool.
1: Which is really funny. The Tommy, Tommy Jarvis character... Oh, wait. I think his name is Tommy Jarvis. I can't remember. He shows up mm. in the later in a later installment of Halloween played by Paul Rudd, and it's so weird. Really? Mhm.
0: Um I was looking up the filmography of some of these um other mm-hmm. actors and they were nothing that I'd ever heard of like very like C-tier horror movies.
1: Lindsay, The Little Girl is actually Paris Hilton's aunt. Kyle Richards. Really? Yes. Oh.
0: Oh, and she's in some of those new um Halloween movies too, right? She'll she will be in the la- she'll be in
1: the next one, the next installment. Oh, okay. The only reason why okay. I know who Kyle Richards is is because of Simple Life, but we're not gonna get into that. That's not horror that's not a horror film. Sure. Um Or is it? But which is kinda of funny because here's some more horror film um trivia. Paris Hilton was in the House of Wax, so she herself is a Scream Queen, yeah, too. Yeah,
0: she was. I heard she was terrible in that movie. That
1: movie's terrible. I tried to watch it Sunday, and I, like, fell asleep in the middle of it. So if I ever fall asleep in the movie and I'm not tired, that movie sucks. Right. Which I would say something extremely blasphemous, but I do not want Amy to stab me.
0: Oh, then you probably shouldn't say it. Well, she I'll say it anyway, it anyway. So it's not a big deal. Di- no, I fell listen.
1: asleep to... um What... what? Uh, The Star Wars film Last Jedi the the first of the three new trilogy. Force Awakens. Yeah, I fell asleep during the Force Awakens. That shit was boring. And to be honest, like, I don't think the Star Wars films, the newer ones, deserve some of the criticisms they get. It's just a lot of incels and neckbeards mad because a woman is in the forefront and not just being, like, super sexualized. Like, yes, Leia was I would say Leia was a feminist character and a feminist icon, but she was still kind of used as eye candy and, like, the damsel in distress, even though she was a self-rescuing princess as well. So she kind of teetered the line of damsel and hero. While Rey was just like, I'm that bitch. And then, you know, there's Captain Phasma, again, another person who's that bitch. And then that pink-haired girl who was like, all right, I'm going to have to, like, sacrifice this myself to kill these people. So,
0: oh, Leonard Dern's character,
1: whatever. I don't know, but uh, to be honest, like, I think Halloween should it's definitely a film that I would like if I was doing a gender studies class. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely make them watch that because there's some, um, there's some like windows and nuances and things like that that you can discuss about sexuality and the human anatomy and. Um, social structures and subcultures and the ideology of what women should be um, and I think that's why like Lori's friends are like depicted as stereotypically ditzy and bimbo-ish while Lori's like I'm not like most girls which I hate that trope but th- there could be some nuances to be um, magnified and looked at
0: mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. I think you can look at most old older movies with I mean with this current lens and you can really sort of dissect it and see how well it's aged in some ways. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like from what you're saying that this movie was kind of a trailblazer in the horror genre, mm-hmm. which is why it is timeless. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think this movie is. It's timeless. Like I think like if they remade this film shot by shot, dialogue by dialogue, um, and you know, up the uh up the effects, um, I think it'll be better. I think it will still be better. Well, great.
0: haven't they been trying that for the No, past none few of the years? films
1: none of the films like are recreates. Like there's the weird Rob Zombie films versions, which oh god, I like forgot about and then was reminded about like last night. Um, but they're not shot by shots. They're mm-hmm. Rob Zombie things, and you know Rob Zombie's kinda weird, so
0: mm-hmm. I just don't think Rob Zombie's a good director. I no. mean I mean I know he has a following and people like, I feel like his he, his movies, but I'm I just don't think they're good.
1: Rob Zombie is the kind of like alternative white person that I don't like. You know what okay. I mean? Like they yeah, probably fair enough. They probably seem like very nice. Um no. I don't even think he's nice. I just feel like when I look at Rob Zombie I feel I just smell dirty, greasy hair in B.O. Um mm-hmm. And, like, a proclivity to use the word fuck in his vocabulary, even though it shouldn't even be put in that sentence. Um, and maybe some coke use and maybe a little bit of math on the weekends. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've uh, seen The of... Yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw the movie way too young. It was just, um,
1: I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I've seen Halloween at the age of five. Um, right. So there's that. So, is there anything else you want to discuss with this movie? Um, is there any? Uh, not really. Like, this is just one of the best movies of all time. It's just one of my favorite movies, and sure, I, um, I feel like everyone should give it a watch.
0: Yeah, um, I thought it was it was pretty good. I will definitely be throwing it into my Halloween rotation. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. Uh, I thought for for the time, it was a good one. And you know, I, I'm not a horror fan, but mm-hmm. I'm slowly starting to like horror movies again like I really liked it part 1 part 2 I had problems with but I thought part 1 was really good which was kind of groundbreaking it was kind of a big moment for me because the original it movie mm-hmm. um really fucked me up I mean really fucked me up I mean me Tim up.
1: Curry in a clown get mm-hmm. up like that scene the very beginning the very first scene of that film where he's in the uh, clothes rack Ooh. Yeah, that's like nightmare fuel. Still cool though.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I had a lot of issues from that, and that sort of propelled my fear for horror films. Kelsey loves them. She will watch all Mm -hmm. of them. She she gets down with it. Horror Um, films are amazing. Not so much. Like, yeah, I think there's. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people that are really into it. Um, it's still not one of my favorite genres, mm -hmm. but if I don't like jump scares is the thing. I don't Mm -hmm. like a lot of jump scares. I could do the occasional jump scare. Mm -hmm. I like thrillers a lot more than like horror movies. Gore doesn't like bother me. It's those fucking jump scares that I'm not Mm -hmm. anticipating. Um, Obviously, they don't want you to because it wouldn't be as effective. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Halloween, um, I would definitely recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it. Or if it's been a while since you've seen it and you want to circle back and watch it again, uh yeah throw it in your rotation it's it's halloween so go
1: watch it yeah so would you toot it or boot it i would toot
0: it i would toot it Um, if you would have asked me like 10 years ago i probably would have booted it because i would have
1: been because you're a little puss no i'm just kidding oh shut up it's a it's a toot for me again it's the quintessential horror film
0: yeah absolutely
1: so do you have anything you like, since we're like moving on from the movie, anything like that? What are some like recommendations that you have to share with people?
0: Mm-hmm. So I want to recommend a podcast. It's called The Confused Breakfast. Um, I think you all should go check them out. Um, they are at a group of three friends that... Kind of do what Theron and I are doing. They're talking mm-hmm. about um, podcast. Um, they're doing like fall movies right now, which is kind of where I got the idea to do like holly mm-hmm. like Halloween movies. Which not that anything where we're talking about seasonal movies is fucking right. groundbreaking or anything, but they kind of got me thinking like, oh, we should do some of our favorite Halloween movies since it's October. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they just they have really good chemistry. I I really like their take. They so sort of their vibe is that they will watch sort of older movies mm-hmm. from like the eighties nineties and in like early two thousands was sort of the, the lens that they have today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're, um, they seem like really cool dudes. I, uh, I love the podcast. I uh, found out about them from TikTok actually. So, mm-hmm. and they've blown up like really fast. So that's super awesome. Okay. So the, conf- the confused breakfast, you can find them wherever you find podcasts. So, um, if you like th- if you like this, you'll probably like them. So let's okay. check them out. The Confused Breakfast.
1: Confused breakfast. Uh oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So like I don't really have a suggestion.
0: Okay. That's um, okay.
1: But I do want to bring something up that I just saw just like three seconds ago. And I think we all just, we just need to tear into this real quick. We're going to call this. We're tearing into someone for a second. This person is Demi Lovato. I just got through reading that they think the word alien is offensive to Esther terrestrial beings. And I didn't even read the article. I just saw the the, the title, which I should Mm -hmm. read it just to make sure and get the context and nuances. But knowing that it's Demi Lovato, the title of that is what they said. And I just really just am so over Demi Lovato. Like, I'm putting Demi Lovato on my sick and su- shut-in list. I will not be listening to their music for a while. I will not be talking about them for a while because I just think they need to get some rest. I wish they have some friends who will tell them to be quiet. First is the yogurt shop. Then is this. Like, what else? Oh, let's talk about when they were trying to make a song about the insurrection. Like, we're going to write about this to make change. Like, no, 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 no. Shh. Sit down. so like,
0: uh, so I guess that I guess their album didn't do that great which is why they feel the need to have to stay relevant in
1: some way no that I guess did well the album debuted number two on Billboard um it sold it sold fine I just think Demi Lovato's in that I'm, I'm starting to notice that the Disney girls from Demi's and Miley and Selena's generation, they always want to go through some random weird-ass phase. Like Miley Cyrus, when she clonked herself on the head and thought she was black for two for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Selena Gomez, like just having mental breakdown and stuff. I'm like, that's not something to make fun of or anything. And I think Demi's is just like saying really weird, outlandish things in the vein of trying to look socially aware and conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I call that white slacktivism shit. like. I'm not going to really research it, but I'm going to be the loudest person about it. Um, my mama always said, if loud and wrong is a person, when like someone is just really ignorant and not knowing what they're talking about. So I'm going to use that to describe Demi right now. If loud and wrong was a person, it would be them. And I just need them to calm the fuck down.
0: So Demi Lovato is just vying for attention and in any way shape or form is what it sounds like right because they
1: have like a talk show now where they're like we're gonna try to find aliens and it's on the uh i don't i think it's on peacock and i was like "Chow!" Right. like they just giving anybody a show about anything like yeah i mean we're pretty
0: much inundated with fucking anything at this point um yeah Dewey lovato maybe just fucking take a break from everything for a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, you don't have to showcase your opinion about every single thing that you have and put it on social media. And you don't have to be offended by everything. Cause it sounds like Demi's offended by literally everything. I don't know if you're trying right. to get, I don't know what you're trying to, who or what you're trying to cancel now, but maybe
1: just chill out for a second. It's just the fact that they woke up that one day and was just like, you know what I hate? pro yo i hate frozen yogurt i'm about to destroy let's fucking yeah. destroy. i'm going to destroy this <laughs> See, it is just dumb and the thing is it's just like i'm very thoughtful per- i'm a very thoughtful person when it comes to what i say to people how i treat people yes we need to be aware of like things in terms that are offensive but where do we draw the line of where people are just getting offended to be offended
0: uh, yeah, I, I think it's I think it kind of goes back to attention Right,
1: To because again like a lot of people like to say like oh, you're soft and this is this, this like no, there's some really shitty things that you can say, like if you say some bad things about trans people because they're trans, other than their character, that's bad if you make fun of mm. someone who's black because they're black instead of their character, that's bad you know, um, discriminate not make fun of, and I just think like
0: yeah oh well um yeah so it's it, it's annoying i i saw it on reddit and i was just like all right who fucking cares it's like i wasn't even surprised i was like all right moving on oh here's a
1: they here's want to call public them the freak out video they want to call them the unidentified and i'm just like demi lovato well go ahead call them whatever the fuck you want who gives a shit potato tomato sit your ass down and continue making us really good music or you know Ooh. what take a long 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 vacation
0: well didn't Demi do that and then come back and start
1: canceling like go back <clears> small and take businesses? another one <laughs> they woke up on the wrong side of the band
0: yeah the, to say the to say the least well let's go ahead and wrap up this episode mm-hmm. of the fox and the stone a um, couple things too if you are enjoying the podcast and you want um, if you want to share it with people, please feel free to share it. That's the best way um, mm-hmm. for other people to listen to it is if you share it on social media or just tell a friend. We really um, appreciate that. Um, also, leave also us too- a five-star
1: rating and leave some comments of, like, what are some things that we can change to do better? So, Or mm-hmm. what are some things that you're liking? What are some things you're not liking? Because uh, sure. that's also very helpful with the algorithm on um, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts.
0: Yeah. And yeah, you can also email us too. Um, I don't know if we've had any email um, submissions yet. I haven't looked. um, But we do have um, an email address. You can email us, you know, feedback or just whatever you Mm -hmm. want to. Um, We also kind of, it's kind of open. It's open form. Um, Please don't email us if you're like having like a mental health crisis. We always leave resources, you know, on our description notes. So Call 911
1: if you're in a mental health crisis. Don't call us called Jesus. Right.
0: Well, we are, we're not a, um, obviously we're not a, um, hotline. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, don't email us for that. But if you want to leave us some feedback or if you have any constructive criticism, we're pretty open to that. Um, you can always email us at Fox and stone eight. That's the number eight mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Again, I'll leave that in the description, uh, along with other resources as we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Theron said, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly um, appreciate that. Um, And if we start getting some reviews, we'll read them on the podcast and give a shout out and all that fun stuff. So let's go ahead and close it out. Thank you all so much, whoever you are and wherever you are for joining us on this episode of The Fox and the Stone. We will see you later. And as always, goodbye. Bye.